Welcome to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast, Episode 53. I'm your host, Melissa Shannon, founder of DigitalScrapbookingHQ.com, and today I'm here with a special guest, Alice Boll from ScrapbookWonderland.com. Alice is a creative scrapbooker who has classes and a lot of great information over on her site. And today she's joining me to talk about a subject she's very passionate about, scrapbooking ourselves. Welcome, Alice. Thank you so much for having me, Melissa. I'm so glad we get to chat. I can't wait to um, to hear more because um, one thing that I have noticed about you since I've been following you is you kind of have um, you've always been ahead of the curve on selfies <laughs> <laughs> well I do love my selfies <laughs> and you were like you're you're a hipster selfie person because you were doing them before they were even selfies right <laughs> I was. <laughs> was and I think that you're you're the perfect person for us to discuss this topic with um, because um, you know, it's something you're really passionate about and something you're doing a class on um, that's coming up very soon. But before we start talking about scrapbooking um, about ourselves, why don't you just go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners and just let them know a little bit about how you became a scrapbooker. Well, I actually started scrapbooking back in 1999, so I've been around the scrapbooking table for a while, and I fell into scrapbooking when my first child was born. I have a son that was born that year, and I had been introduced to scrapbooking before that, but had never really dove in and didn't see the application until he was born, and then I made his baby album. That's where I started. So, yeah, scrapbooking was in a very different place back in 1999. I was introduced through Creative Memories, and there was a lot of rules and a very specific way to scrapbook. And although they taught me to do journaling, nobody really told me how to tell real stories on my pages. So I look back to my old pages And my biggest regret is not the fact that the products are a little scary looking or (laughs) that I cut a gazillion pictures into oval shapes (laughs) or, you know, I silhouetted around pictures. Like all of the regrets that some people have when they look at it design-wise, that doesn't really bother me. The fact is that I didn't always tell good stories or any stories. I I was scared of the journaling and so I tended to leave that behind and what I left behind was all the stories that I just don't remember. You just don't remember once you move on in life. Yeah that that's that's for sure. I mean even I know in just a couple of years I have that little time hop app on my phone and and a picture or, or something will come up um, say something I wrote on Facebook, especially if there's no picture, I don't, I just don't even remember it. I had this cute story about my son and something he did that was really cute, um, like putting his teddy to bed or something. And I can't, I mean, obviously I thought it was so significant enough to post on Facebook, but I have no recollection of it. And that's only just like maybe a year or two years ago, <laughs> let alone, and you know. 
you'll think you're you're going to remember. You think, oh, I'll never forget that. That's just so memorable. And you do, like, time passes and you forget. You look back, you don't know what you're going to say. And that's about my biggest regret with the old pages. And thankfully, I've stuck with scrapbooking over the years. And I got through the hardest slump where I just got really frustrated with scrapbooking. And it just wasn't suiting the way I wanted to scrap. And I finally found a magical solution to my biggest problem in scrapbooking. Mm -hmm. And from there, I've been on a, a huge roll. And my output of pages has increased. And the stories I tell on them is so much better. I can tell such better stories. And it's the kind of pages when I look at it, it's, it doesn't just say, oh, you're so cute. It was fun. Like, I'm just tired of my pages that said that. Said that. I'm like, yeah. I Hell, looking at the picture that we had fun and looking at the kid yeah he's pretty cute <laughs> <laughs> and in my mind I thought that was journaling before and now I know so much more and I'm ready to tell my stories mm. so what um I guess leading on from that what kind of made you so passionate about telling your own story or scrapbooking about yourself because I don't know, some people might think it's like narcissistic or a bit self-indulgent. <laughs> so what, which is, by the way, listeners, I don't think that at all because I, I scrapbook myself a lot. But but what what's kind of changed you from being the typical mum who scrapbooks cute baby pictures into telling your own story? Well... I actually had a major health crisis happen in 2005. I was diagnosed with um, breast cancer, and it was very, very serious. Mm. And I've, I'm all good now, and everything is fine. But it was a, it was a tough time. But when I looked back at my scrapbooks that I had made prior to that, there's a few stories in there, but there's not many. And I would, I didn't. I didn't leave my legacy behind. If that had been the end, my scrapbooks weren't leaving behind the story of myself. Mm. And I think that that's an important part. And whether or not my kids want that in the future and want to read all the pages I've, make, I've made now, I think that for me, telling my own story, it doesn't, it doesn't just leave a legacy for them. It helps me go forward in life and move forward and see the changes in the person that I'm becoming. Yeah. Well, I, it's, you've had another chance really, haven't you, to, you know, to look at it from, from that point of view of, oh, what am I really wanting to do to leave behind? But also how, how am I, you know, scrapbooking benefits you now as well. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's um, such a diverse um, hobby. Like we call it a hobby. Like it's just a little fun thing you do in your spare time. But I think it's really so much more than that. And there's so many ways to approach it. Like you're a digital scrapbooker. I mainly work with paper products. There's the whole project life movement and art journaling and photo books and 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 like there's so many ands. And I think that's one of the reasons there's still so many people involved in scrapbooking is that there's not just one way to do it. Like when I started scrapbooking, this was how you scrapbook and that didn't really fit for me. But now the door's wide open and I, 
I just want to show people, hey, these are things you can do. This is what works for me. And I've tried a lot of different things. So I have some good ideas of what what works for me and what doesn't. Well, that's great. And I'm, I'm glad that we're going to benefit from hearing what works for you and what doesn't. So when we come to scrapbooking yourself, do you want to just give us an idea of, of a couple of pages or projects that you've found really valuable or you've just loved making to give the listeners an idea of what, what we actually mean by scrapbooking yourselves? And um, have they been, is it telling the story of your childhood, about you now, what, um, or is it all of the above? <laughs> I, I definitely would say it's going to be um, D, all of the above, <laughs> but I find that um, a really memorable page is um, a page that I made, and it was called Me at 26, I think, and yeah, Me at 26, and the page that I made I just pulled out all the stops. I wanted like the fanciest, prettiest, like frou-frou page about myself. Mm -hmm. But I also wanted it to have a lot of depth and a lot of meaning. So I blew up a big picture of myself. And if you've ever tried to take a picture of yourself, there I was. Um, I needed a plain backdrop and I went into the bathroom and used a shower curtain because <laughs> it was something distracting. And, you know, I finally got a picture of myself that I was happy with and I used it and I blew it up really big on the page. And I think that's a really key thing. If you can have a picture of yourself that you look at and say, okay, that's pretty good. I think after that, telling the stories about yourself is so much easier and I just decided to say all of the things that I liked at the time and life takes you in so many different directions and things change so fast that your taste in music, your food, like everything changes. Mm -hmm. And so I made this page that showed all of these um, things that I love, but then I also made a little fold-out section that showed a lot of the cool things I'd been able to do in my life. So it's a very all-encompassing page. So I think what I'll do is I'll actually put that onto um, my site so that people can have a good peek at that. Yeah, for sure. We'll link over to that in the show notes. Um, so when you scrapbook about yourself, do you tend to do um, individual pages or do you do other kinds of projects like mini albums or, or things like that? Well, I generally t tend to do pages and I find that um, a lot of them are just single pages that end up in different albums and I don't have a book really that was all about myself and uh, that's something that I kind of realized my son had my book and my other son had a book. I even have a little book about my husband, but where was the book about me? <laughs> the story was kind of hidden amongst all the family and look at this is my kid's story, but I'm in there too. And, you know, I think that was good, but I kind of have reached another place where I thought, you know, I need to have a story about me. <laughs> I'm here too. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I was just thinking back on, on a couple of um, things that I've created all about me um, and some of my pages, well, I remember actually last year, I think it was, Heidi Swap came to um, visit our local craft store 
spotlight. And that was really cool and exciting. And so I grabbed a couple of my projects because I thought, oh, I want to show her um, what I've made because it's always fun. And so I rocked up with them and, you know, some of the other girls had their Project Life albums and there was mostly Project Lifers because they're, I don't know, they're all the online people in my area that are kind of up with all the the latest and greatest and know who Heidi Swap is. (laughs) And um, then I pulled out mine and I kind of was like feeling slightly embarrassed because what did I have there? I had an All About Me album, which was a collection of pages I'd made through Ali Edwards' Yesterday and Today class. I think it was in 2010 I did that. And I'd also... In that same album, I'd put a whole pile of random layouts I'd done about myself. And then, so that was a photo book with my digital pages. And then the other thing I had to show her was um, my most recent 30 Days of Lists project. And that, again, that one didn't have any photos. It was just a little mini album Um, with paper supplies and it was literally 30 lists about myself pretty much. I mean, some other aspects, you know, of course, other people came into the lists. Um, And and I realized as I was was kind of showing it to her, oh, wow, what have I chosen to show (laughs) one of my, you know, the, the scrapbooking celebrities with these pages all about myself? And for a moment, I kind of felt awkward and like maybe a bit embarrassed, but then... I was just like, oh, I didn't realize, you know, all I've brought is all about me. <laughs> here's here's a couple of photos of my children <laughs> who are also quite cute. Um, and, and Heidi was, you know, she was really thrilled to see that, um, that you know, not only had I scrapped about myself, but I was brave enough to come and show them to her because <laughs> it's nice. Um, you know, she was also pretty keen for us as scrapbookers to tell our own stories as well and I think a lot of people are but you just have that little bit of (laughs) self-consciousness absolutely um another little project I had done was well not done actually it's a work in progress but Mm -hmm. that I'm working on is it was very specific back to the selfies um Mm -hmm. I'm making a little mini album and it's all selfies and it's selfies of me before selfies were a thing and selfies like all through the years and I've perfected the art of holding my um DSLR camera out at an arm's length and taking a selfie and even group selfies (laughs) and so you're quite a pro at that Alice I think maybe you should have you already got a post about like how to take the perfect selfie (laughs) because you need to do that (laughs) I'll, I'll definitely keep that in mind. I'll I'll, uh, I'll get that up. <laughs> so with those ones, I mean, you've got them from film days as well, haven't you? I mean, absolutely. Not- so it was interesting to try to go back and find all these different pictures I've taken of myself. And honestly, I think that even using a, a self-timer is considered a selfie, right? It's a picture you're taking of yourself. Mm. And so when you count that in, like, I really had, a, like, a lot of pictures. And I just sat down and started going through albums and going through albums, hey, this and hey, that. And it's it's really interesting. When you pull it all together, 
and you see all these pictures of yourself, you kind of see themes. Apparently, I like taking pictures of myself when I get a new haircut. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of one theme that goes through the book. And um, travel selfies. I'm really big on the travel selfie. Here's me with the Eiffel Tower. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) And it it does because you often, I mean, let's face it, there's very few of us who are going to be taking selfies on a bad hair day when we're not feeling happy. Um, but um, I think that that's great because it does tell you a little bit about yourself. Like what makes me feel good about myself that I want to capture this moment? And, um, you know, haircuts, traveling, <laughs> they're two things that that work for you. I, I'd have to go through. I think mine... Um, would be a new dress and the fact that I now have a full-length mirror in my room and I, I don't take real selfies. I take, like, mirror selfies. <laughs> mirror selfies, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and especially when you're wearing high-heeled shoes and, and it makes me look so much more tall and slim <laughs> when you can't see there's a five-inch heel under that dress. Um. But yeah, just getting to know yourself and getting, like, even if it is something silly like me with my new dress, like, it it helps you become more comfortable. And, I mean, let's face it, we are scrapbookers and we love having a photo on the page, so... And I think it's funny that so many scrapbookers don't really scrapbook themselves, so they're telling everybody else's stories, but they're kind of leaving themselves out. And I think that... You know, I, I, I often wonder, is it because we're moms? Is it because we don't like pictures of ourselves? Is it, you know, is it because we're always behind the camera taking the pictures that we don't end up having the pictures to go with what our story would be? And so I've kind of wondered about all of those things. And and I think that that's, um, those are all real reasons that people use. But I think that, they're they're a reason but they're also an excuse and it's an excuse to you know skip telling that stuff because it's hard to it can be hard to tell your own story it's easier to tell the story about something that your kid did (laughs) (laughs) and and it's it's interesting because it's not just hard because we might feel self-conscious or something it's just because we're so close to ourselves to step back and kind of tell a story is hard where we're in our own head all the time and we might not notice the stories um, that are going on. So I guess it's all a bit about being kind of observant of our own our own life. And that's why I think that having prompts and, and that kind of thing is a real help because you're getting the outside perspective and saying, hey... Um, and- I've done load a couple of times now. I've, I've mm-hmm. been a participant in load and I love that the prompts really get me thinking and they've had me telling different stories that I wouldn't have come across otherwise. Mm. Like, Oh yeah, I should totally scrapbook that. <laughs> mm. For sure. So for those who are listening today who are thinking, well, you know, maybe I don't have uh, 50 pages about myself. Maybe I don't even have one page or maybe I haven't, um, I don't really feel super inspired right now to scrapbook about myself. What would you say to them? Have you got like a little tip or something to help the listeners out? (laughs) 
I have a great icebreaker tip. I call mm-hmm. it making, making connections is what I, I call it. And I'll give you a link to a post that I, that I put on my site that really walks you through it and explains it really well. But basically what I like to do, I kind of call it a way to scrapbook yourself, but kind of cheat your way in. So, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so if you're struggling to tell your own story, and especially, it works really well if you're making comparisons. So I like to make a comparison, basically uh, then and now kind of thing. So I, I do this a lot with my kids. I'll see them doing something. And as I tell their story, I slip my story into that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so excited to see my kids going off on the, on the snowmobile with my dad because I have such fond memories of doing that as a kid. And then I'm, I have pictures of my, my kids with my dad. Mm-hmm. I'm telling their story, but I'm also telling my story. And it's a really good way to slip your story in without feeling like you're scrapbooking all about yourself or worrying that you don't have the right photos to tell the story. And it's a really sneaky way. So the next time you go to tell a story about your kids, mm-hmm. try to tell a story about yourself and just slip it in there. Make that little connection between the then and now. And uh, it works really well. That's a great idea and uh, something I was just thinking about um, the other day when I was scrapbooking about my daughter's dance concert and I just, I mean the page is going in our December daily because it happened in December um, and I just mentioned in there, just I had that one line, you know, I, I was a brave mum and we went in on the train to the rehearsal and came back home on the train at 10.30 at night on the for the dress rehearsal and, and I'm like yeah that really tells a little bit about me even without it having to be a page about me <laughs> so that's a great idea and I'll certainly um I, I'm now that you've said that a couple of layouts are coming to mind so I might ha- go ahead and share that and you I will link over to your post about making connections and and um if you have something specific um, example, maybe we can pop that in the show notes too for the listeners so they can see what we're talking about. That would be fun. Perfect. We can hear you're pretty enthusiastic about scrapbooking yourself and I know you have a brand new class coming up starting on the 1st of April called Scrapbook You. Um, do you want to go ahead and share a little bit about the class and what the listeners could expect if they want to join in? Yeah, well, thanks. I'm I'm super excited about this class. I um, I like I've been talking with you about. I've been so. I looked over at my albums and I didn't have an album about myself, and I think that's a really common thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a struggle. Like I've scrapbooked events and I've scrapbooked pictures, but I had never really told my story, and I don't have a book. I almost want like a mini memoir or like a little autobiography about myself that I could pull out and say, hey, this is me. This is my life. And I didn't have that. And I, th- and I started thinking, like, you know, I bet a lot of people don't have a book like that that tells their story. So I wanted to help people make a highlight reel about themselves. Mm-hmm. 
and to be able to tell their story. But when I first started to do this, I come up with the idea. I'm like, oh, well, what do we put in it? (laughs) Where do you even start? So I broke it all down and I thought about all of the key elements in life that are the really main highlights of your story. Mm -hmm. And I broke it all down into sections and over 25 days, we are going to break it down, break your life down into the highlight reel and just tell some of the big stories about yourself. And in the end, you'll create an album that's all about you. Mm. And yeah, and I, I actually go through and I I cover, like, the, the stumbling blocks, right? Like, mm-hmm. what do you do when you don't have pictures or when you have really bad pictures? <laughs> or uh, what, do you, what do you do with the memorabilia if you have some of that? Or, mm-hmm. you know, just some of the, the stumbling blocks as to why people aren't telling their stories. And I'll show you how to put it together. So at the end, you have this nice, tidy little album and you could pull it out and say, hey, this is all about me. <laughs> That sounds just really fun. And it, it, the class is going to be um, s- starting on the 1st of April. And um, Alice has been very kind and has provided us with a very cool 40% off coupon. So do you want to tell the listeners what that coupon code is and how they can use it if they want to sign up for the class? Yeah, if they want to sign up, um, I think you'll have a link there. Mm-hmm. For- and they can come. Um, they will sign up and you'll receive information. The coupon code is Melissa. Just just your name, <laughs> just to keep things easy. Yep. And, and that way they'll get the 40% off for the class. The class is $45 regular price. So that will bring it down to about $27. Mm-hmm. And... Um, like I said, every day for 25 days, you'll get an email that has like a video and there'll be handouts during the course that give you little things to work on so that you can tell your story. It will, um, there'll be a live interaction portion so that people can totally, if they want to participate or not, can actually share some of the pages that they're creating if they would like to. If they decide to participate by in the live portion, they'll be able to share them. And it's really inspiring to see that because you'll see how other people are tackling some of the same problems that you are and how they, um, it's, it's motivating. Yeah, it definitely is. There's nothing quite like um, having, having people to go through a process with you. So thank you so much for joining us today, Alice. I've, I've really loved chatting with you all about scrapbooking ourselves. I hope to speak with you again soon. Well, thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you for listening to the Scrapbooking Inspiration Podcast. To find the links to everything we've talked about today, you can head to scrapbookingpodcast.com slash 52. Thanks for taking the time to listen.